It's Thursday. You know what that means. Welcome into Highly Disputed on WSHC Shepherdstown, the voice of Shepherd University. My name is Dylan Bishop. With me, as always, Ryan Stickle. How's it going, Ryan? I I feel amazing. I feel, <coughs> yep. I, feel, I feel great. We both do. I feel healthy. And yeah, and with me, not as always, but <laughs> for now a repeating guest, a recurring guest here on Highly Disputed, helping us out since uh, we're kind of on our flu games over here. Second time guest, it's Shepard Snyder. What's up? What's going on? You know, a lot of people ask me, you know, in here and everywhere, everywhere you go, you know, Shep, when are you going to come back? Come back on Highly Disputed, you know, you've been waiting your long-awaited return, and, you know, I hadn't really had an answer, but now, as uh, Mr. John Wick once said, I'm thinking I'm back. He's back. Thank you. Wow, he's now, he's officially a friend of the show. I'm officially a friend of the show. Officially. Two-time guest. What is a one-time guest? <laughs> what was that? Was that a uh, fart sound? That was uh, the vine boom sound. <laughs> I was trying to use a soundboard there to kind of you know play up my return, but that it, didn't really like, go. it yeah. did sound like a fart noise. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know we're not we're not we're not above that here. So no, not really. No, not even close. So if a two-time uh, guest is a friend the, of the show, the 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 sorry, I'm interrupting. The uh, specific sound I was playing was the Rock Eyebrow Raise 2. That was the label <laughs> of it. What? But I'm not sure how that what does What does the Rock Eyebrow Raise 1 sound like? <laughs> well, there's uh, three of them. So this is, uh, we just heard two. This is the first one. <laughs> it's not like Probably an excerpt get from you, like, Ice, right, Ice give, us, yeah, give us three. All right, there All we right, go. Just so three one, just is like one. two, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad that's what the the rock eyebrow raise sounds like. Yeah, the rock eyebrow raise one's probably going to get you like a flag from the DMCA or something. It's fine. We play everything we want here. <laughs> okay, awesome. There's literally every every show opens with a song. We play the SEC on CBS theme every week. <laughs> <laughs> we play literally <laughs> music owned by the NFL because um, nobody listens to the show. Exactly. That's the that's the one thing that people should learn from this show. If you, no matter how many times you know we say it, you always got to remember that. And no if, one you know, if you miss the things that would have gotten us kicked off the air, then you know, keep it moving. Exactly. All right. So back to this. If t- a two time guest is a friend of the show, what is a one time guest? Nah, uh, acquaintance. Who has we only had on the show one time? That's a good question. I believe Charles McDonald has only been on this show one time. He's been on WSHC multiple times, but the second, the first time was not on Highly Disputed. Mm. It was on the Triple Option wow. with uh, me and Seth Van Zomeren and Jared Faust. But uh, so I don't know if we've ever really had anyone else on this show only one time. Shep has has completed Dang. it tonight, and uh, yeah, <coughs> no, I, I, I don't feel lesser than <laughs> you were the last one. Only... Come on. I'm sure there's somebody <laughs> that we just forgot because they were a one-time Markel. guest. No, Markel said no. Markel multiple times, Noah and Nick. Um, I mean, Jeremiah. Chris. Even... Chris. Christopher Hicks. One time, and that, that'll stand, I'm sure. <laughs> it probably will. Um, pr- yeah, it probably will. A special company for the hit for him. He's, he stands alone. It's the, it's the Chris Hicks Award. Chris Hicks one-time <laughs> guest award. <laughs> <laughs> if you come, Yeah, you come back and we revoke it. 
Yeah. <laughs> we take back your plaque that we give you. You got to bring it with you when you show up. <clears throat> yeah, we don't tell you why. Again, no one listens, so they're not going to know why. Exactly. All right. So, I mean, it was actually a pretty interesting week that happened this week for a lot of things. We talked about, we didn't have a show last week due to Thanksgiving, which, <clears throat> whatever that is. <laughs> but Some holiday. Yeah. But what we did have was Shepard did what we expected them to in Thank football. You. Yeah, yeah. Shepard, yes. We, <laughs> Sorry, it should just be every single time. <laughs> every time we mention the, the school so, Shepard, yeah, so he Shep- goes what? Shepard, uh, Shepard this week, what? <laughs> Shepard, Shepard Snyder, quarterback Tyson Bajant. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I got to do some math there. But anyway, so in the first round of the playoffs, we had, so we saw Shepard. They did what we expected them to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They took a they took the win against uh, the school the, that they the played. Finley Oilers. Yes, the Finley Oilers. Out of Northwest Ohio. Northwest Ohio seems like a fake place. Like, there's, not, there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah. Oil. Wow. I guess oil's there. Apparently. It's, it's where you drive up to go to, like, where you least expect Ann Arbor it to be. if you're from Columbus. Yeah, pretty much. You just pass through, and you're yeah. like, oh, there's a school here. <laughs> just drive or over. like, Detroit. Yeah, just yeah. drive over country. <laughs> drive over. Country. They don't even. They don't even fly them over. Uh, old North drive. It's drive past the country. It's corn country. Mm. Hard corn. Should have been the Finley Cornhuskers. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, and then Shepard, when all uh-huh. all hope, <laughs> <laughs> when all hope seemed to be lost. Dang. Against the Notre Dame story of my life. I picture Shepard on a street corner, sitting with his, his head in his hands. All hope is lost. All hope has been like lost a five for Shepard Snyder. I'm in a box. There's, for whatever reason in his life, he's got a tin can that he's seconds like, left. He's got a tin can that he's shaking around with the sound of twelve cents uh, shaking through it. <laughs> He's asking. He says he needs a field goal for some reason. I don't know what that's about. He has ten seconds left. What's that? <laughs> but who came up big when all when the chips were down, <laughs> when we were out on the street mm-hmm. classic, in a box? Classic success story. Who was there for us? Rags yep. to riches. Tyson Bajant, mm. who should be the runaway favorite for the Harlan Hill Trophy, the D2 Player of the Year, the D2 Heisman, Tyson Bajant, runaway player of the year. There should be no doubt to it. Ends the game... Notre Dame scores a go-ahead touchdown with 27 seconds left, mm-hmm. and then with only needing two plays after a good kickoff return by Ronnie Brown, you get one big play to Ryan Beach. Call the timeout about the 25-yard 20, line, 22, I the believe. 22-yard line, and then rolling out to his right. Seems like he might have to just throw it away. Take the 40-yard field goal. It seems like if he throws it away far enough, the clock might run out on him. It which might. It, it, if he did throw it away, it very well might. It might have only been one second, maybe two. Yeah. Instead, rolls out and he finds Josh Gonteric for the score. That old man got old himself man a touchdown. Found out today. 25 years old, Josh Gonteric's fourth college. He's got a son. Fourth? Yeah. Wow. He's at, uh, you know, he's got, a, he's got a new son. That corner. He uh, scored that touchdown on. And I'm sure his name would be easy to find because they had names on their jerseys. They did. Notre Dame College did. Yes. And then, so that's with two, one second left on the clock. Mm-hmm. Shepard scores the go-ahead touchdown. And they travel 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you, Soundboard. They travel to the rematch what I'm of the for. only team that beat them this year, Kutztown. I hate those guys. Yes. We all do. We all we hate them. They and travel back after the game that they really should have won in Shepherdstown. They go there this where's, week. Where's Kutztown again? Kutztown? Kutztown, uh, Pennsylvania. Kutztown, Pennsylvania. Two and a half hours. Yep. Oh, go up, uh, go up eighty-one. Hop onto, I believe, uh, I seventy-eight. A few miles up near, I think, Allentown, which is so up, like which East PA. Right? It's it's east. It's like so you would say yeah, Allen Allentown like a Philly suburb. Allentown is like outside of Philly, and then Kutztown is like a suburb, smaller, far western than, than Allentown would be. So yes, I believe less than two hours from Philadelphia. Yeah, so kind of meeting in the middle, but I still, see. I'd you'd say eastern eastern PA for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's all West Virginia, really, in the middle. Yeah, it's Pennsylvania. Exactly. Pennsylvania, exactly. Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's what these big city slickers from from the from Pittsburgh and Pencil or Philadelphia don't understand. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania is just it's just West Virginia with cities. A whole lot of grass out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, trees. Absolutely. So I think this is a game coming up here. This quarterfinal matchup that, frankly, Shepard should win. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, if they don't win it, their season's over. I mean, it's hard to deny. <laughs> it makes you think. Really? Yeah. This is a must-win game. <laughs> wow. I'm putting it. I'm putting them on the spot. Put, put it on the pole. <laughs> put it on the pole, Guillermo. <laughs> this is, the, is this a must-win oh, game so, for the Shepherd so, Rams? So, sorry. This is the highest. <laughs> I mean, it's either the highest or the lowest production value we ever had on the show. Have actual sounds. <laughs> it's morning zoo. Oh, that that sheesh sound clip was a lot longer than I thought it would be. It's uh, it's morning sorry, zoo at night, essentially. The evening zoo. Evening zoo. <laughs> I think, like most things, it's simultaneously our yeah. best and worst stuff that we do. Everything we do, everything that's bad is good, and everything that's good is bad. Yeah, I'm just getting the energy up for for <laughs> the night. The night's young, fellas. Thursday <laughs> night, out on the town. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Went to bed at nine thirty the other night. Okay, you might get home at nine thirty today. Yeah, no, it's gonna be rough. Might stop for food as well, but that's another show. <laughs> I mean, we pretty much almost already did a whole show dedicated to food when we had Chris in here. Yeah, food and wrestling. And favorite letters of the alphabet. That was a great show, actually. That one wasn't even bad good. That was just good. Yeah. Good content. Again, if you're listening live, you can find us on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud to uh, you know listen, uh, listen to those. Listen to that back catalog. And we, of course, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple... I see you. Yeah, I see it, you scrolling yeah, there. Keep it moving, buddy. Go on to the next one. Cue up the next one. Go down. Cue up. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, uh, let's say it's Friday afternoon, uh, going into your weekend. This is the newest podcast. Make sure you cue up the next episode. Cue up the next which one. Which is six days away from being recorded. Travel in time. Cue it up. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. What's stopping you? We're pretty close to doing the Go to Hell fans show again. <laughs> <laughs> Every show is the go to hell show, <laughs> except for when we love them, which was one episode I think. Yeah, that's the one time that they deserved it. It's a love hate relationship, much like we have with Shepherd football, Shepherd volleyball. Oh man! Speaking of that, uh, their season's over. Ended today. That was another must win game. That was definitely a must win, um, considering it was the NCAA tournament. Yeah, <laughs> it was first and, round. Uh, much like. The season, very streaky at times. Um, sometimes they look like clearly the better team. And then 
uh, maybe two points, three points later, the very next play, they look like they don't even belong out there. And this has been the case since uh, their winning streak came to an end. They were 18-1, and one, and uh, they finished the season 6-4. and four. I tallied it up earlier uh, a couple years ago, which is really the last season they played. Totally different roster, but also a good team. Started 18-0, and 0, I believe, and then finished 11-6, and 6, something like that. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's starting to become a pattern. One more is a pattern. Twice, was it twice as a coincidence? Three times a pattern? Something yeah, like that. I think um, we've literally did the, uh, tried to go through that metaphor once on the show and we bungled it horribly. Yeah. But yes, I believe it's like we do with yes. most things, but that's, that's also, that's another show. But, um, it was a totally different team. They get on this win streak. They, they look, as good as their record was. I mean, they were sweeping. Yeah. They went almost a month without losing a set. Um, yeah. They go in, you know, you get your occasional Tuesday game, Friday, Saturday, they go in, sweep the weekend, move on. New teams, they play good teams. Uh, swept, I mean, Westchester, who they ended up facing in the quarterfinal, the the conference tournament. Uh, they played them early in the year and, and swept them. It was a 45-minute match because they swept them so in such dominating fashion. Um, and then they lost to Shippensburg on the road, and ever since then they didn't look the same. I don't know if there's injuries, there's wear and tear to blame, but it's, it's the second time we've seen a team start almost the exact same record and <laughs> and uh, just kind of flame out at the end. So I don't know if it's coaching to blame. I don't know what it is, but we'll see. Uh, they're they're going to lose. I guess. But... They're likely going to lose the Twins after this year. I think they're both graduating early. That's kind of the whole team. Really? Uh, you'll get Michaela Hoy back. Um, but other than that, it's going to be a very different looking team. Um, I thought coming into this year, they weren't going to be great because they were great. Uh, lost <laughs> their whole team essentially that year. So, uh, you know, Coach Alex has proven he can recruit and he's proven he can he's, put up. He's good, proven he can recruit. He's yes. Uh, that's that's where I'll leave that. He, he can coach through 18, 19 games. And then from there, you know, good luck, I guess. Uh, I mean, you know, there's a couple built. We'll call them built-in losses. You could win your conference tournament, um, but you're probably going to lose that, and you're probably going to lose uh, the NCAA tournament because, listen, these teams out of region, um, West Coast, Florida, I mean, it's a different it's a different league. So you're not going to win the national title, but it's a built-in loss. But still, I mean, late regular season, just dropping these games like that, and we'll see what they can do next year. That's a long ways away. It's going to be a different team. Um, but you know, I guess look forward to a 16 and two start and then flame out the end. As far as I'm concerned, eh, you know, my mom listening in live has said that you, uh, has seen, has said you need a Z pack, but don't pull a CM punk. Shep, are you familiar with the story? Uh, I'd like to elaborate just for the content. So, uh, CM punk is, uh, the, uh, of course the wrestler, if you know about him, who, <laughs> uh, one time he was uh, injured, I believe, recovering from a staph infection, something like this, while still wrestling. And doctors gave him a Z-Pack. And one time during a live edition of uh, SmackDown, Friday Night SmackDown, I believe it might have been at the time, uh, crapped his pants in the ring. Nice. Uh, Straight up. Pulled a, uh, pulled a Paul Pierce. Yes. Mm. Didn't have to be pulled out <laughs> in a wheelchair, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the power move just let it run down your leg and yeah. you the ring. Honestly, hey, I mean, they can use that to your advantage. 
It's really cool. Element of surprise, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Your opponent, yeah, you're not expecting that. Just get it in their face. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The they tap out. That's how you make the them tap out. of surprise, just pooping. <laughs> get some poop in your face. <laughs> oh, I mean, Rikishi did it for years. Uh. <laughs> Stink face. <coughs> oh, it's falling apart. Whew. It's E-Pack. Oh, it's getting warm in here. It is getting a little warm in here. It's, that's oh, as usual, you know. The AC wasn't even on when we came in. I guess that's that time of year, but it did. It was almost 70 degrees today. December 2nd. So, uh, <laughs> it's probably normal. That's what today is. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we got through that. Uh, yeah, we can move on from Shepherd Volleyball. I'm kind of yeah. done with that. almost went to that game as well, but luck- luckily I uh, chose not to. We'll do another... Sh- uh, Shepherd basketball drive-by here. I wanted to uh, point out. <laughs> Sounds violent. <laughs> Marley McLaughlin out the window. Oh, God. Big country. Uh, I wanted to bring this up because they didn't. They haven't played <laughs> since our last show. This is a. This is quite a show we got going on right now. Uh, they haven't really. They played maybe one game since our last show. Maybe not even that. I don't think. Uh, I mean, that was two weeks ago. They might have gotten in a Saturday game, but in the past week they have not uh, played. I think they got that. It was like a Tuesday game or something. Yeah. So I wanted to bring this up because they're only through five games this season here, though. But Abby Beeman, who we've uh, talked about on this show many t- many a times, compared her to the Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, it's a fair comparison. Yeah, if you ask listen. Me. Uh. Through five games of the season here, Abby Beeman, she's averaging 21.4 points, 8.2 assists, 7.6 rebounds per game on 55-53-100 shooting. 55 Mm. from the field, 53 from three-point range, 100% from the free throw line. That puts her at 12th in the nation in points, the leading rebounder on Shepard, and... The nation's Division II leader in assists. Not bad. Not bad at all. And this is just, I mean, this is just the non-conference schedule so far, but just so wanted to point out that she's just she's just getting started, folks. It's, it's easier competition than you're going to be facing, but also um, she's proven and over a year she th- can keep it up. Her performances haven't even really been standing out that much. It's been kind of like a little, you know how LeBron will have a game where it just kind of seems like he's playing pretty normal, like just kind of an uneventful LeBron game. Mm-hmm. And then you'll look at you'll look at the box score at the end of the game, and it's like, oh, LeBron had 28-8-9. Right. That's kind of what this beginning of the season has been like for Abby, mm-hmm. where it's kind of been like, she doesn't seem like she's going off that much, but you look up at the end of the game, it's like, oh, she had eight rebounds and nine assists, right. and she had, like, 20 points. I think it's, that's expectations playing into it as well. It can be. Because, yeah. um, uh, what's, her, what's her name? Megan Shipley? Yes. Uh, had, like, eight points, and it was, like, the loudest eight points I've ever seen because she's yes. running the floor on fast breaks and all this. And, you know, we're not used to seeing her. We don't expect her to really – I don't expect her to score more than two or three, four points in a whole game ever because that's no. just not how the teams build. The big three score all their points. Yep. Um. So, yeah, when Abby comes out, it's like, okay, she hit a three here, driving layup here. All right, there's a foul, a couple free throws. Her She rebounds consistently because she's very athletic and she's very active. And the assists will come when they come because, you know, if she hits Sid down on the block, Marley for three, you know, 
whoever else, you know, fast break to Megan, that type of stuff. If she's doing it consistently, she'll play 35-plus minutes usually. Um, it just kind of, you know, comes to her naturally, and we're used to it and move on with our life. Same with Sid this year. I mean, we looked up one game, and it was like, oh, she has 21 points. <laughs> I didn't think she had 10, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> and uh, it's just it's, – it's quiet for them. They're just quiet assassins, and – you know, let the let the bench shine, take some attention, and lull these teams to sleep. Yep, and their next game is tomorrow at uh, against Gannon, I believe. One of their next two games uh, over the next two days is against Gannon. Well, yeah, they'll play Better Gannon. Watch out. Better watch Gannon is a uh, Gannon women, I I believe, are nationally ranked. It's a trap game. They have the oh, right force of power. Wow, wow. Yeah, gotta watch out for that. Well, maybe it's the trap game for Gannon. Because let's see here. Uh, they do play. Yeah, they play Gannon five thirty tomorrow. Then they turn around Saturday five thirty against Clarion. Uh, Clarion, um, home of which which I was named off those PSAC uh, alone. It was either John Calipari or Gino Oriam. It was uh, it was John Calipari went to Clarion. So that that tells you what type of basketball school they are. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'll look up these uh, national rankings for you for the uh, women's basketball D2. All right, while you're doing that, Shep. Me? Not Yeah. Okay. We're talking about yeah, Awesome. Yeah, okay, I had talk. to clarify. <laughs> so, so Shep. Yes. Shepherd basketball. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Really so, need to, like, have, like, in-studio hand signals to, like, determine which one... I did turn to you and make eye contact with you. If we're talking to you, we'll give you the finger. How about that? Uh, that All right. I probably don't need to kill you. Seems a little bit uncouth, Ryan. (laughs) What? Uncouth. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was a better way to kill time than what I was coming up with. Brian, you got those rankings up? <laughs> well, now I, I want to know what I you was were thinking of. Like, obscene, like we, go, <laughs> we go to Shepard Snyder in the studio. We just start pounding on the desk. <laughs> so, so, so Shepard. <laughs> I want to know what Dylan was thinking of now when he when he was uh, gesturing in, towards I'm me. It's like, all right, Shepard Snyder. <laughs> do a whole like choreographed dance routine. Oh man, Gannon is ninth in the nation. <laughs> Thank you. Four and up. Number one All is right. Alaska Anchorage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alaska Anchorage. Yeah. <laughs> they must travel. It's those road games, man. They're yeah. killers. <laughs> <laughs> really uh, high strength of a uh, strength of competition. There. <laughs> strength of bus. <laughs> <laughs> Got Balto out front. What <laughs> <laughs> the game? Uh, every game, every travel, every travel for every game is the Iditarod for them, <laughs> <laughs> and that's for the home fans going to the game. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Yeah. Anyway, Shep. Hey, yeah, me. Shep. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. I want to get you more involved since we just did a lot of Shepherd. That's fine. Shepherd University talk no, here. I, we're gonna no. We're gonna move. <laughs> yeah. So we got a few different topics that we can uh, shift to here. That, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with whatever whatever you feel like going with first. I have some show notes. Okay. <laughs> um, you know I came prepared, not super prepared, because I don't want to make this too professional. But yeah, we're um, very professional. The college football coaching carousel. 
has been uh, pretty fun lately, hasn't it? All right, that's what you were gonna. That's what you want to go with first. I would love to. I mean, that seems the most entertaining, and there's there's mo- there's contents that can be kind of sucked out of this. For sure, for it sure. is it is the funniest. It doesn't require any analysis or knowledge. Ex- ex- exactly. That's <laughs> that was exactly my line of thinking. I can just make yeah. fun of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I guess I'll start with the the big headline, which is uh, Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma, that that traitor leaving OU to go to the University of Southern California, which is hilarious because Oklahoma fans are like seething right now, and it is hilarious. <laughs> sh- they, they 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 act like Oklahoma's in shambles. SEC, Oklahoma baby. is in shambles. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, it feels like. The Oklahoma fan base, on social media at least, is acting like this hasn't been, like, the norm for, as, like, something college coaches have been doing for, like, the past my entire life. <laughs> like, 23 years. Like, this is the first time a college coach has, like, left a team, like, abruptly before. Like, yeah. I can't believe I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, like, not... I, feel, I feel like they're shielded a lot by how, like, elite they are and they just right. know, they had Bob Stoops for a long time yeah, and Bob he just Stoops. retired and they immediately had a guy come in their you know yeah, but who is who is like Bob Stoops's guy so yeah. it's like because well, cuz Oklahoma yeah. you know if you're West Virginia this it's probably a step lower than that even but it's you know a good coach will leave it's like okay we were kind of a stepping stool to one of these like big you know yeah. Oklahoma Alabama and so on um so they're not used to that type of yeah Oklahoma is that like USC power. in a in a vacuum football job it's a worse job but the money's gonna be better plus you're living in california his life will be better yeah, yeah. uh his family i'm sure will be happier they're paying him some sort of ridiculous 110 million dollars <laughs> yeah. they are yeah they're 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 paying for his his houses because he also, had two houses <laughs> and it's like i i can i can see why he would take the like quote unquote downgrade like kind of pretty perfectly to be honest because it's like you're moving to another conference and that's something you had no say in you're probably gonna have to face a lot tougher competition which you didn't kind of have a say in at all and you're probably gonna be blamed for a lot of that downgrade even though it's not even really your fault you're just facing stiffer competition yeah usc you're moving to usc they just had clay helton for like almost a decade so at worst it's going to be like Clay Helton levels of suck and not like actual sucking. Yeah, they've been having, they've had. And Lincoln uh, Riley can like recruit and be good at. Clay that Helton, a lot of Steve Sarkeesian, Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Since. Uh, Nothing but big names. Exactly, yeah. Since and Pete what, Carroll what, left. And what's happened? Yeah. <laughs> Man, maybe, uh, you know, Pete Carroll, maybe some people thought he might have gone back. <laughs> uh, maybe he should have, honestly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if he can be anywhere decent as a football team because they have not been <laughs> anywhere near that <laughs> no it's a very at this point exactly very easy conference i mean it's oregon and oregon is nothing the power of expectations yeah. i yeah. mean it, he lost what three games at oklahoma and at, then he, the, left, and the, he was ver- like at, i gotta get out at of the here. very least yeah. you're gonna recruit excellent because it's like what kids don't want to go play scholarship football at los angeles and like hollywood a lot of like, the, come on a lot of the kids he was recruiting anyway which i'm sure played another part in this are moving to USC. It's in yeah. a lot of and a lot of the kids who go who are going to Oklahoma, they were recruiting so much out of Southern California for that Oklahoma team. He's not going to have to change anything. His recruiting schedule is oh, going to yeah. be almost yeah. the same. Oh yeah. I mean it's 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 going to be an easy transition and I'm sure those USC teams when, when you know give them a year or two to get things going. 
they're going to be worse than Oklahoma was and probably will be. But, you know, the competition will be easier. Yeah. Somewhat. So that brings me to my, my next thing. Uh, well, first, before you move on from uh, Oklahoma. I, I was, it was still kind of Oklahoma okay. Okay. related. Go ahead. Who do we think is going to be the next head coach at Oklahoma? It's a very interesting Dana Holgerson. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> they could come up with worse. His Listen. name, no, I mean that that name is going to come I, up in it's some go, yeah. stupid. It, it, Houston's having he'll never a good go year there, this year. He'll never go there, but um, so, I mean the obvious like pick, like that like people are going to like throw around would be Mark Stoops. Mm. I feel like that's. You know, it made me laugh, but that's honestly not the worst idea in the world. Yeah, I mean, the way these names are moving, it could be anybody. But it could be. Uh, I I could see them again, just internally promote this guy. Yeah, a year and that's, two, and that's what Notre Dame just did. Big name opens up. Yeah, like a Notre Dame smart move by them. Mm-hmm. Just like every everybody hates this old guy Brian Kelly, just the worst. Mm-hmm. Let's get this new guy. He's thirty five years old. People seem to like him. Yeah, I mean, it's, all the all the Notre Dame people I've like seen on like Twitter and social media and all that seem to you know have nothing but good yeah. things to say. Especially oh. after as soon as that job opened up, it was like, oh, it's going to be Urban Meyer. Oh God, but, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, exactly. Which is another name we we could get. Urban so, Meyer, like Luke Fickell, Fickle. I don't know who you his last name. Fickle. Let me give Fickle, let me give like you some Ryan odds Fickle. here. Let me give you the uh, the top five or a tied for top five. You got a. Uh, uh, Mark Stoops and Matt Campbell. I was I was going to say that was my other like Matt obvious Campbell. choice would be Matt Campbell, ah. which would be the Fraud. most chaotic like interleague would, pick. Nah, it Campbell would be like Chris fun. Beard going from Texas Tech to Texas. <laughs> right, that would never happen. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you want to get it? You this would be chaotic too. Plus six hundred fourth best odds. Cliff Kingsbury. Wow. That's I, I saw that floating around. It's <laughs> and it's like I think Adam Schefter like floated that idea around on social media, and people were just like. Going off, like just insulting him in his replies because he was like, Why would Cliff Kingsbury leave like the luxury of like an NFL job? And they were like posting like pictures of Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury's like really nice apartment he was getting on his NFL Saturday, uh, salary. And it's like, Why would he leave this to go move back to And also like a picture of, of his quarterback who was good. Exactly. And his yeah. team who yeah, was good. He was good. Well, even there, it had to either been a total joke or JJ Watt just doesn't care because JJ Watt <laughs> tweeted out some silly gif and the caption was like go get that bag coach and it was like oh, is, this, is, is he openly just not caring about this or is this such a joke of a rumor because it was like when um when mike tomlin's name came up when i say came up carson palmer was on the dan patrick show and said they'd love mike tomlin because you know you know who wouldn't like mike tomlin if you're a usc fan <laughs> uh, they, the steelers i think it was one of their players at the press conference was and that practice was wearing USC like receiver gloves yes. to make fun of him because it was such a joke. I assume that's what that was as well because I can't imagine. No, Cliff Kingsbury, you never know because that guy is, yeah. you know, he's handsome, so he likes money. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll stay in the NFL here. That's how it works. <laughs> yes. I could, li- I could list off the rest of these uh, like betting odd favorites, but my mom has submitted a choice that I like better than the rest of them. Okay. Bring it Matt up. Nagy. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> I mean, listen, what can go wrong? Listen, coach of the NFL coach of the year, Matt Nagy. Yes. Oklahoma, come on. How many NFL coach of the year winners are going to be available this offseason? <laughs> Not a lot. No. All right. So we just touched on this a little bit. Uh, Brian Kelly. 
obviously, moving to LSU, which is hilarious. Okay, the thing I meant to bring up was the funniest thing to me about Lincoln Riley moving okay. was when uh, after the game on uh, Saturday. Yeah, he Bedlam, said he, he, he said, said he was not moving to he LSU. He said, I will not he be was, the next coach of LSU. <laughs> Truthful. Totally. He yeah. told nothing but the truth. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's a fun little kind of dissonance there in terms of, like, Brian Kelly not really – I can't picture him – they're going from like, like, he, yeah. yeah, like the best cultural fit possible when Coach O to maybe to, the worst cultural yeah. fit possible. <laughs> it's Brian very Kelly. odd. I mean, you can't like, like if you're a coach at LSU. I feel like part of the requirement ha- for having that job is you have to like picture that coach like bare knuckle boxing an alligator. Yeah, you have to be <laughs> something like you that. Be you, have, you have to be some level like of just tiger. insane in a good way. Yeah. Brian yeah. Kelly's not insane in, in a yeah. in a sociopathic way like Brian Kelly. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes, exactly. He's 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 white as hell and, and not in a good way. <laughs> no, yeah. no, right in the uh, committing crimes that he uh, doesn't get it prosecuted for. Kind of white, right, mm. right. Yeah, he's like the I'm gonna just like murder people in, in practice. Right. Yeah, the classic. Brian. Great guy, man. Big culture change for them. It should be mm-hmm. uh, it should work out pretty well. The yeah, new huge, look, huge the, moral fiber guy. In the uh, <laughs> when we get uh. Brian Kelly versus Matt Nagy in the, <laughs> SC, the new era of the SEC. Amazing, yeah. The SEC really loading up on the big name coaches. It's honestly, I yeah. mean, Nick Saban with his "I'm going to be paid more than everybody, no matter mm-hmm. what" contract. I, I, all right, we got you know um, um, Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach, <laughs> Mike Leach Brian yes. Kelly. I mean, who's next? I wonder uh, what school is Mike Gundy going to use this mm. year to get another raise from Oklahoma State. Mm. Mm. So, I feel like I'm I'm kind of looking, I'm pondering my orb here a little bit, looking to the crystal ball. It's going to be really funny when uh, Texas ends up firing Steve-O, Steve Sarkeesian, and uh, Urban Meyer takes that job. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to say the, uh, the, the monkey takes the job. <laughs> the stripper monkey. The stripper monkey. <laughs> May as well. He would be just as good of a coach as with Steve. Those, yeah. With those recruits, they'd have the same record. Exactly. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. It's not like, oh, Texas can't get a guy to recruit. They get the same five-star recruits every single year. The team's yeah, they are recruit per- It's obviously just an institutional like, they coaching. Just, Some, something <laughs> internal is going on. Like, so once bad. They get there. We're, we're getting there really in West Virginia with all these great recruits. <laughs> Yeah, and the team's just garbage. Yeah. But when it comes to their uh, opinions on the uh, the fight song of Texas, yeah, uh, the monkey would be an improvement because <laughs> <laughs> he just wouldn't say anything. Yeah, put the monkey on the board of trustees. <laughs> put the monkey on the playoff committee. Wow, <laughs> talk about shaking things up. Yeah, uh, Cincinnati getting in. Yeah, I have a few other not as high profile coaching carousel notables uh that i haven't really i mean a lot, some of these have so kind of florida been has florida officially hired billy napier i believe so mm-hmm. that's a probably just a good hire he's been there for a while got yeah. the raging cajuns turned into a really good program over yeah. there yeah gonna be interesting to see where dan mullen lands up uh us analyst at alabama Oh, as usual. That's, yeah. Isn't that where yeah, Bill O'Brien yeah, is? Yeah. That's it, where all the fired coaches go to rehab. It's, it's, the, it? good, it's the good rehab. I, you know, this this is a wild coaching carousel so far this year. So I think inevitably this turns and turns until somehow Bill O'Brien is somewhere getting $3 million a year to, mm. to be a head coach again. Mm. Because I think he's also an Alabama assistant. 
I was about to ask, where is Bill O'Brien? Is it Alabama, too? They He's either Alabama or the Patriots, mm. which is the the NFL equivalent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saban really just locks them all in a room. He's like, "When I can get you a job, I'll let you out." <laughs> yeah, Bill O'Brien is the offensive coordinator at Alabama. Wow, big job! Yeah, he's definitely going to be on the move. You know, less than two years, right? Yeah, nobody stays in that job. No, that's a that's a you talk about you talk about, you talk about yeah you talk about a, a stone stepping job. Dark horse for Oklahoma. No. B.O.B. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, funny one. Washington State fired Nick Rolovich after the whole, <laughs> you know, anti-vax controversy with him, and they immediately bounce back with Jake Dickert as their interim head coach and beat their rival, uh, what's, Washington. What's, what's wrong with Jake? Watch that. <laughs> <laughs> or FCC Airwaves. Watch out there. Yeah. SEC where Airwaves is what you said. SEC Airwaves. I'd FCC. Rather, I think I'd rather be on the SEC Airwaves yeah, than the FCC. SEC Network. Yes, sir. <laughs> we thrive right. on there. I know because we're just stupid. Then a lot That's of like random <laughs> ones where they they just like left the middle of the season too. Like Gary Patterson's out at TCU, yeah, uh, replaced by uh, SMU Sunny Dykes. That was random. Oh yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, considering like, he's been there for like my entire life. <clears throat> yes, not, not really, but like I mean, not yeah. n- not too far off actually. Yeah. He's been there a very long yeah. time. All right. Yeah, didn't even finish off the season. Just like. So, I was right. like, all right, I'm done. I, um, I respect it, actually. Texas Tech's Matt Wells is out, uh, replaced by Baylor assistant head coach Joey McGuire. Sure. Yeah. Justin Fuentes out at Virginia Tech, replaced <laughs> oh, by yeah. Penn State defensive coordinator Brent Pry. And um, just announced today, mm-hmm. UVA's um, head coach, whose name's incredible, Bronco Mendenhall. Mendenhall. He didn't get fired, but he's stepping down from the, the position. I did not hear that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bronco was, was, was doing pretty well. Yeah, there just saw that earlier. after coming over from BYU. Yeah, I thought it was like uh, um, we're going to let you quote unquote step down to like uh, help, help you save face. Uh. But then I was like, I checked his record and like looked into it, and I was like, oh, okay, this yeah, like he's he's doing a pretty good job there actually. Right. Well, so, how about that? I don't know. Yeah. So while we're on the topic of college football, before we move on from it, something I want to bring up. Because we haven't had the opportunity to. Their last game just happened uh, this past week. Nebraska, go Huskers! Mm. They've ended the season three and nine, right? Three and nine. Yeah, the best three and nineteen of three and nine team of all time. It's incredible, really, because in S- in let's go with conference play here because it's even you know they won they went two and one out of conference. They lost to Oklahoma by seven. And they beat Buffalo. They beat Fordham. <laughs> In conference play, they went one and eight. Not great. Their point differential zero. Mm. Exactly zero. <laughs> so what you're saying is they should be in the playoff. I think that's what you're saying. That's more impressive than any win or loss or anything I've seen by anybody this year. So they beat Northwestern October second at home. 56 to 7. Big win. <laughs> Huge win. Wildcats. Yeah. The rest of their games. Journalists are the rest, right now. <laughs> the rest of their conference games. Week 0, lost to Illinois by 8. Michigan State lost by 3 in overtime. Michigan lost by 3. Michigan's going to be in the playoff and they lost them by 3. Mm. Minnesota lost by 7. Purdue by 5. Ohio State by 9. Wisconsin by seven, 
Iowa by seven. It's a great team. Three and nine. <laughs> Just think if they were abnormally lucky, they would genuinely be in the playoff mm-hmm. conversation. They, they really could be. They really could like, be. They would have man. one loss to Oklahoma. Poor Scott Frost. Yeah. They could have just what I mean, they only lost to Oklahoma by a touchdown. I mean, if you flipped all their one-score games like that. Yeah. It's <laughs> what are they like undefeated? Yes. <laughs> Literally, well, hold on. They would have a loss to Ohio State because they lost by nine. That's a quality loss, though. They lost by nine. It's It's like not even a loss. They would have they would they would have one loss to Ohio State. That's it. And they'd be they'd probably be in the the Big Ten. That's a good four seed. They'd have a shot at the Big Ten title most likely, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Incredible. Nebraska. Scott Frost. Keep an eye out. (laughs) They'll come out next year (laughs) have the same record and be like a minus one (laughs) eighty point differential. Yeah. So that's college football. We got the conference championship games this weekend. Uh, not a whole lot of interesting ones outside of the SEC title game is obviously uh, number one Georgia and number three Alabama. That's the only game this week. But it's it, Georgia, man. I mean, everyone kind of expects them to win. Yeah. Maybe even cover the six and a half point spread. Mm-hmm. But that's where you don't want to be. Against Alabama. Mm-hmm. Against Nick Saban. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. The other games, it's like we have got Louisiana versus App State. That should be like an entertaining game, but it's not too meaningful. Baylor against Oklahoma State in the Big 12 title game. That might be pretty entertaining. It's only five and a half points spread. It'll be fun to, like, just at the very least, it's not like Oklahoma winning the Big 12 title again, which is, like, just by itself is, like, I'm it's like I'm boor- okay with this. It's boring at this point, Yeah, Oklahoma. Give me a break. Yeah. Come on, guys. Stop being good. <laughs> And then we've got two teams uh, trying to clinch their playoff spots, Cincinnati against Houston and Michigan against Iowa in the Ooh, that's another big AAC, AAC and Big Ten title games. We've got two Big 12 title games. That's true. Oh, yeah. Houston and Cincinnati will both be mm. Big 12 teams before long. Yeah. Wow. The loser does not get to join. <laughs> they get replaced wow. by Memphis. That's what they should do, right? They say, we've announced... We've announced these six teams. We're going to have three matchups. The three winners get to join the conference. And the losers will never join the conference ever. I like it. Yeah, That's ratings gold. I like it. I'd watch that more than, you know, 90% of the bowl If college football had relegation like European soccer leagues do, that'd be fun. That would be so toxic. (laughs) It'd be really entertaining. Exactly. (laughs) Where would Rutgers be by now? Oh man. oh, man. FCS? <laughs> They'd be playing Shepard this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game of the week. We're being All right. 12.05, Kutztown, PA. And there's last the last ones that we haven't gone over. There's Oregon and Utah. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the ACC championship. Oh, oh God. Clemson please, did not please. make it this year. Instead, we have an incredible matchup of please. Pitt Wake. All right. Who are we picking? Pitt Wake. Man. It's a good. It's uh, funny that you bring that up, Shep, because we have that pick in my college football pick segment here. Are you gonna? Wow. Are you gonna pick we're, it? We're gonna transition. Are you right going now. to p- pick it? Wow! I'm gonna <laughs> pick it. Oh, I'm so funny. Stay tuned. Here. I'm gonna. Am I gonna Kenny pick it here in our our untitled, unmastered <laughs> uh, college football picks? That's right. Been a few weeks actually. We've, we've kind of run short on time recently, so finally the triumphant return. Of Untitled Unmastered. Let's roll. 
All right. ACC Championship. Pitt versus Wake Forest. I'm taking Pitt. Boo. Minus three. Sorry, Kenny Pickett. He's going to do it, all right? Boo. Hang on. I got to find a boo on my soundboard here. And those are your picks. <laughs> Listen, the other... <laughs> what was that? It was a, a tiny cat saying, oh, no, cringe. Oh, my wow. That's going to be my reaction if awesome. Pitt wins. Uh, you know, I got to go with Wake Forest. You know, they call Alabama the Crimson Tie, but, you know, call me Deacon Blues, baby. Go Demon Deacons. I hated that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, we've only got a few minutes left here. That's yeah, shout, shout out to the Steely Dan heads out there. Yeah. So, all right, we got those picks in. Let's get. Let's go right into our other picks. Yes. Weekly picks. Sticks picks. Sticks picks. We're back. We are back. It's uh, whatever week, week it is. Week right thirteen. Now. We are one hundred five seventy four and one. We okay. went eight and seven last. Is week. that good? It's not great when i'm picking straight up but <laughs> it's been a rough year um but listen 105 and 74 and one i'll take it it's been a, a very i've had some horrible weeks i went at least like three or four games above 500 every single week last year and i have not done that this year so all right it's all right though eight and seven last week we, we move on we get better week 13 sticks picks sticks picks there you go all right, so tonight, right now, Cowboys Saints, welcome to the Taysom Hill Experience. Cowboys by a touchdown. Sunday, 1 o'clock, Vikings Lions. The Vikings live to be 500. They will move up to 6-6. Six and six. Cardinals Bears. I don't know if Kyler's back, and at this point, I don't care. Cards win he is. easily. Is he back? They announced it uh, no, today, back. I think. Easy pick, him breaking and, news and just now. <laughs> Bucks Falcons. Yep. The Falcons will play well, but Brady will luck into something. Yep. Dolphins, Giants. The Dolphins are in the hunt. Officially, they continue their winning streak wow. this week. Bengals, Chargers, Burrow won't need won't need to do much this week. Mixon will carry his team to win. Chargers cannot defend the run. Colts, Texans, maybe this week the Colts will remember that their running back is good. Even if they don't, it's the Texans. Eagles, <laughs> Jets, Eagles are back in the stadium they lost in last week. They'll look a lot better this time around. Sunday, late window, Raiders, Washington, two elite quarterbacks facing off here. Cars team gets the late field goal for the win. Close one. Rams, Jags. The Rams are still good. Everyone calm down. They make quick work of the Jaguars. True. 49ers, Seahawks. Not picking the Seahawks until further notice. They look horrible. Ravens, yep. Steelers. Not picking the Steelers until further notice. They look horrible. Sunday Night Football, Chiefs, Broncos. The Chiefs are officially back. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, we all just have to live with it. The Chiefs are good. KC by yeah. 16 on Sunday night. Real Whoa. snoozer. Yeah. It's not the game of the week. The game of the week, for me at least, Monday Night Football, Bills-Patriots. It's a big Monday Night game. The Bills will prove that they're the better team, hopefully, because I'm sick of the Patriots, on their winning streak. And those I will are... say, um, check the NFL Reddit earlier. This, Sorry, I uh, interrupted your uh, ending. Check the NFL Reddit earlier before the show. Uh, apparently, the uh, weather in Buffalo that evening is supposed to be terrible. Uh, like 38 mile or 48 mile per hour winds, freezing <laughs> temperatures, possible snow that evening. <laughs> what? Huh? 48 mile per hour? That's what I'm reading. Those are sticks picks. I might that might be a typo. 
That's pr- it has to be. I mean, I could see gusts, it's, right? Yeah, it has gusts. to be the gusts. G- the yeah, wind, it is gusts. If, if the wind is at a constant <laughs> 50 miles an hour during the game, they're not going to throw the ball once. No, yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah. be glad Brian Kelly didn't move the NFL. Let's get up in the high, large, hydraulic w- lift weather there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. This game's going to be fun, isn't it? Monday night, baby. I don't think there's a Manning cast either, which you think, you know. Oh, boy. Nothing to watch. Hey, uh, the Ravens are the one seed in the AFC? Yeah. The AFC's interesting. Every every week I keep watching this team like, wow, when are they when are they finally going to not pull pull one off because they're not at really that great. And they just keep doing it. They just keep, keep doing, doing it. it. Four interceptions. Win. Four interceptions by Lamar Jackson and they won because Baker Mayfield was the other quarterback. Oof. And they did just forgot how to run the ball. They forgot how to do it well. Apparently, the Ravens do have a good run defense. They do have a solid run defense. That's how they're able to they come back. They are second in the <laughs> NFL in run defense and second in run offense, even though they don't have any good running backs or a good offensive line. I don't know how they're doing this outside of just John Harbaugh's a good coach and Lamar Jackson's a good quarterback. Yes. That's <laughs> about I, that's about all I got. The rest of it's not pretty. No. So you figure they got they probably got a couple wins, unless the Browns figure something out. I um, I think the Ravens will – I don't know. After watching that game, we talked about how we think that with the Browns playing the Ravens, getting a bye, and then playing them again in Cleveland, Cleveland ought to win that second game. With the Steelers, even, even the saw, bad though, Steelers in between, it's like that's a, that's a big game for them just to come off of regardless. Right. So do you still feel that way after seeing how Cleveland played uh, this past week? Because Lamar threw four interceptions and they still lost. They still lost. I would see it being – I would see the Browns playing a lot better and also Lamar being a lot better and having a similar outcome. It helps – the Browns are at home, which I guess you know, helps yeah. somewhat. It's not a prime time, this and that. Maybe Baker isn't quite as broken because he's clearly just he, – he, Baker, he's streaky. He can make a throw here and there. He's never been elite. But he is totally broken. He's totally useless right now. He's bad. As of right now, the Ravens, according to ESPN, are one-point favorites in that game. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that right now as well. That's fair for now. I just think you're essentially spending you're spending close to a month on one team if you're the Browns. you got to beat them. Right. you got to take them at home. Um, the Ravens after that, Packers, Bengals, Rams, they could yeah. lose all three. I imagine they win one of them at least. They're catching the Rams at a good time because Matthew Stafford's banged up. And they've been struggling lately. Yeah, January first, January second, that game. Well, that is. I was gonna say that is a, a, a little ways away, but they're not playing the the first half of the season. Rams, at least. Yeah, the Rams were scary for a while. They're coming back down to earth. I imagine they'll get things going later in the year again. They're just Sean McVay is a good coach at this point. I think we can. Right. We can pretty much agree on that. Maybe you don't think he's great, but he's a good coach. He can scheme whatever he, he needs to scheme with the right talent around him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird looking at the schedule though because these games, we got two games after the new year. Uh, yeah, that new the new extra game we got here. Yeah, I think the Ravens will beat the Steelers twice, um, and then go two and two in those other games. I want to say and in, go with twelve wins then. In my in my notes, I kind of compiled for my show here. Uh, one of them is the Steelers need need to take Big Ben around back. 
and shoot him. So. <laughs> I thought you were going to leave it. It's implied. Just, just put him down. <laughs> he, he really no, went for it. No, subtlety is not my strong suit. My big, <laughs> my big complaint, though, <laughs> is they're doing this. This is the second time it's happened, at least in the last two or three years. They put Raven Steelers last game of the year or last game of the week. Last week of the – man, I can't talk. Show's almost over. <laughs> last week of the season, Ravens-Steelers. I get if it, the division ends up coming down to that or a playoff spot, that's a great spot to have that. It's easy Sunday night game. But most of the time, that game is going to end up not mattering, and it's one of the biggest. Well, I mean, it's always a divisional game to end the year. Yeah. So you got three choices there. I guess you figure this year maybe it's, you know – I guess Browns Bengals would be that week. Maybe. Was it Ravens Steelers last year? It was two years no, ago. I believe. Yeah, two years ago. I was going to say it was definitely was two years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, because it was. Uh, I think it was like RG three against yes. Mason Rudolph or Duck Hod. One of those. Yes. One of those ragtag. And it was a terror. It was in the rain. It was like seventeen nine. It was a terrible game. Yep. Yep. And that's that's where it was. And our show's over. <laughs> it is pretty much over. Shep, you want to say something real quick about the Washington football team? Uh, we're back. Wow. Uh, beat, hey, <laughs> he listen. I didn't watch. I didn't watch the Monday Night Football game against the Seahawks. Good. I think I was watching a movie or something. I don't know. It was a smart choice. Um, it, they just. Uh, I don't know. They don't deserve my time at this point. <laughs> but they're but, back. But we're back. Uh, I kind of. I think I kind of made the mic clip a little bit there. It's, it does that, but it, it really <laughs> does not sound bad. We listen okay. back. We've done this plenty of time where we just scream into the microphone. It anyway. Fine. Yeah, it's all fine. We have two games against the the Eagles. The Eagles. Uh, if we beat the Raiders this week, if we somehow pull one off against the Cowboys, just like split the series, I mean, you know, we'll we'll be in like the wild card at, at least. So, uh, Ron Rivera, for some reason... And like the, every every Washington football team I've seen make the playoffs in recent memory has always just pulled a playoff, like a run to the playoffs mm. out of their butt. So so yeah so 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 if they make it, it'll be it'll be down this stretch, and that's yeah, my expert analysis. And there it is. There you have it. All right, highly disputed. WSHC Shepherdstown, the voice of Shepherd University. Dylan Bishop, Ryan Stickle. Shepard Snyder, Ryan and I will be in Kutztown on Saturday. If you're listening to this, if you're not listening to this, the entire town of Shepherdstown, you better drive on down the road two and a half hours. That's nothing. Get on down to Kutztown. It's like $5 or something over there. Buy yourself a ticket. We got to outdraw them. We got we to gotta beat them down mentally and physically. We're going to get them. We have to... We have to rule that town of Kutztown, those dumb Quakers that live backwards. Yeah. Those Amish people, they don't have anything good Jesus. going on there. They got nothing on Alaska Anchorage. They got, exactly. They got lucky last time that they played us. That one blemish on our record, we're getting it back. It's tough to beat a good team twice in one season. I don't care. Tyson Bajan, Harlan Hill. Revenge tour. I, I didn't go here. Bing bong. 